you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Here's another look at the <laughs> NFC playoff picture. Uh, let's take a gander here because the teams that are in the wild card spot, they're teetering. The Giants play the Commanders again next week. We have five weeks left in the regular season. The teams up top, they look comfortable. They look great. 49ers now have a quarterback situation. The Buccaneers and the NFC South, just a total question mark. But things look like they're starting to shake through. Your eyes are going to be drawn to one of those teams, though, guys. Which NFC storyline has you hooked? As we move towards, the we work in sports media, right? Sure, sure. Some days, some yeah. days. Yeah. Today, sports media. Sports that's media, awesome. literally. Right. Um, is there anything that hooks us more than a Dallas Cowboys star? <laughs> oh. uh, Cowboys Eagles. I'm here for it. Uh-huh. The Cowboys keep winning. The Eagles keep winning, and they are set to show down on Christmas Eve mm. at 4:30. While the while the Yule Tide is going, and mm. while we're all singing "Little Drummer Boy," um, the Eagles and Cowboys are going to be duking it out in what I think might be a game for the deciding factor of the division. The Cowboys' schedule coming up. The Houston Texans are playing them this week. They play the Jaguars next week. Okay. And then they play the Eagles. The Cowboys have two tune-ups, and then they've got their, their nice. world-class fight. Nice. The Eagles, though, they got to go at New York, at Chicago, at Dallas. Yeah. That, that is not quite the same kind of thing. And now you might say, well, the Giants have lost several straight, and the Bears are one of the worst teams. Those are road games in the cold in winter, and then they go at Dallas. I think this thing might come down to who wins that Christmas Eve battle, and I'm here for it because I also feel like whoever's home in the playoffs has a huge advantage this year. Kyle, you mentioned it yesterday. Yeah. Brock Purdy being the quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers instead of Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm, big deal. It's a pretty big deal. Yeah, it is. You know, and it's one thing if you're like, hey, 
Jimmy Garoppolo is going to go on the road and have to go and win games, you know, in cold weather and have to go. In a, it's nothing you're asking Brock Purdy to go into Philadelphia. It's nothing you're asking Brock Purdy to go into Dallas. I really think that the NFC East right now mm. might be where the two powers of the conference lie, and that's no disrespect to the Vikings, who are underdogs to the Lions this weekend. By <laughs> the way, I look at the Eagles and the Cowboys and see whoever gets that home field advantage, whoever might win that Christmas Eve game, mm. they might be the ones. Okay. Contending for a Super Bowl in Arizona mm-hmm. in a month. And let me tell you something. Knowing the the affinity that people have for the star, whether you love him or you hate him, oh I think Fox would sign up for yeah. either the Eagles or the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. And if the star was represented in Arizona, yeah. I think the NFL would be in a good place as well. Yeah. Funny you mentioned those yeah. underdog Vikings because that's the storyline that I am closely watching. This 10-2 football team is second in the NFC. They've won so many close games throughout this season, which we usually like to just congratulate teams and talk about how good they play down the stretch that they're able to pull these games out. They have probably the most fascinating player in the NFL this year, Justin Jefferson. We watched him with the one-hand catch. It seems like each and every week, no matter what defense they play against, They know that he is getting the ball, double-teaming and doing all types of things, but still he walks away with great numbers, scoring touchdowns. Kirk Cousins is fascinating in his own right, but still there are so many doubters of this Vikings team. Peter just talked about the Eagles and the Cowboys. It skipped right over the Vikings. Yes, they're underdogs this week against the Lions, but... They don't have a huge point differential in their wins. And we harp on that and we say, oh, the Vikings is that in the third. They're plus 10 on the season. For all the Vikings fans out there, I'm going to give you a little bit of hope. Back in 2008, the Cardinals were plus one on the season. They went to the Super Bowl. Okay. 2011, the Giants, they were minus six. <laughs> they won the Super I Bowl. Love it. So I don't want to hear everybody talk about this is the worst 10-2 team in NFL history. Look at their point <laughs> mark. No, no, no. They're winning football games. They're going to be in the playoffs, and they have a chance to win. I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl, but stop disrespecting the Vikings and give them the credit for earning those 10 wins this season yeah. so far. Here we go. Hug it yeah, out, guys. There you go. Nice. There you go. There's hope. There's hope. That was good. That was therapy. That was good. If they're disrespected, then, then beat the hell out of the Lions this week. Just, just win. Yeah. Like, you don't have to beat the hell out of them. Six. No. Just win. You don't no. have to beat the hell out of them. Maybe that's the point. Just win. Winning is enough. Maybe it is. 11 and 2. Is that robust? I mean, it's pretty good. My story. Are you familiar with the application on your smartphone known as Nextdoor uh, in the burbs? Yeah. <laughs> I don't have that. Don't okay, have Nextdoor. It's mostly for um, ratting out your neighbors without doing it to their face. Uh, spotting coyotes, which are never coyotes. It's just a large squirrel, <laughs> Diane. It's not a coyote. It's just basically like just saying, oh, my God, you won't believe what happened. It goes to the community? Yes, yeah. the whole and community. You, you take ownership this, of your address. There's a map, and people so can say, awful. like, can you please leash your dog? Yes, yeah. please. I saw this dog. I think it might have been a coyote. It's a coyote. Coyote sightings just everywhere. It's not a coyote. <laughs> Shut up with the coyote. Your kids are going to be fine. But also, coyote. it's for getting rid of junk or crap in your house. Like, I, I don't uh-huh. want my kids don't play with this toy anymore. I don't need this thing anymore. And you just take it and you put it down on the end of the curb and you go on the next door app and say, look, weight bench from the 80s. If you can haul it, you can have it. I feel like the NFC South title is on the Nextdoor app right now. <laughs> Just take it down to the damn curb, put a stupid sign on a, on a backside of a pizza box with a marker that says, free division title, <laughs> free home playoff game. If you want it, if you can haul it, you can have it. Tom, do you want it? Andy Dalton, I don't think you guys want it anymore, but maybe Marcus, you want a free playoff game at home? Sam, imagine this guy at Bank of America. Alvin, anybody. 
You, you, maybe your friend has a pickup truck. Maybe you can, we, I'll even help you get it in the back of your SUV. We'll push it in and we'll tie it down with some twine. Come and get this thing because right now, six and six feels like uh, 16 and 0 and the Bucks. Atlanta's still there at five and eight. Carolina's still there at four and eight, but they got a breath of fresh air in their body. Let me tell you something about the Bucks. You think the Bucks ran away with this thing? They're at the Niners and versus the Bengals the next two weeks. We have the Tom Brady versus Brock Purdy game coming up, which the Bucks could totally lose. They might get destroyed by the Bengals, so then they're at 6-8, and eight, and the thing is still sitting there, and it looks terrible in front of my house, it's ruining my curb appeal, it's lowering my property value, come and get the <laughs> NFC South title, anyone, if you can haul it, you can have it, and stop talking about the damn coyotes, those are squirrels, <laughs> the coyotes are fine, Diane, it's okay, that's it. Next door app. Nice. Thank that you. is. We need to get Peter on. The, we need to get Peter the burbs, and then we can get him. On the yeah, Peter, you should. App. You'd be on the next door app. You'd be perfect, Peter. Yeah, you would be very perfect. Great personality. Oh my Citizens watch Peter. Your gas-powered leaf blowers are keeping me up at night. They're banned. It has to be electric only. Uh, it be consistent. Cut your hedges. Yes. Uh, HOA. 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 Uh, Erdal. NFC, not HOA. What do you I'd got? love to um, make a transition to say, do you guys see who had the dad moves this weekend? But Pete Carroll does not have dad moves. He's he, He's so awesome. Pete Carroll's so cool. He, he's got his team plan, and frankly, look at hey, him. Hey, Give him a timeout. Hey, hey, hey. Our body and club getting tipsy. Hey, go, 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 go. What's up, Chingy? Our body and club getting tipsy. I really just wanted to play this clip because I'm obsessed with it. And, it's a great clip. Uh, I want the Seahawks. I mean, the Seahawks are ripe to take over the 49ers on this division, apparently, because Kyle Grant does not believe anything that Brock Purdy is doing. Mm-mm. So if the Seahawks can take him over, they play him once more the 49ers. They could overtake that division. They could host a home playoff game. It's hard to go to Seattle and win. And if anyone's going to be grooving like Pete Carroll can get the Seahawks to play like they were earlier this season, mm-hmm. hit a bit of a speed bump in Munich. They haven't really <laughs> gotten back on their time zone since leaving Germany. But if they can, especially beat the 49ers down the stretch, uh, they could do it. And then, then you'd see a lot of dancing out of Pete Carroll. I, I like that Seahawks. That I like that Seahawks. I like that that Seahawks-Rams game was electric. It was so fun to watch. It's actually important for them, too, because yeah. if they lose that, it's like, all right, that was a first yes. time with yeah. Yeah. That was a great story. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. 
He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Back on Good Morning Football. Patrick Mahomes, Saquon Barkley, Dak Prescott, these are not just some of the NFL's brightest stars, but also nominees for what is considered the league's most prestigious honor, the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year Award presented by Nationwide. We're proud to announce the 32 nominees for this year's honor, each of whom has strived to represent the values of respect, integrity, resiliency, and responsibility both on and off the field. The league's most prestigious honor, the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. I've been given this platform, so why not use it in a positive way? I want to continue to make a big impact in the community, and that, that's things like the park. It's things like Read for 15 and Volunteer for 15. I want to continue to embrace this community that's embraced me in Kansas City. We give it back in a multitude of ways. People going through, you know, through different things. And so it's, it's a lot of fun for me to meet all these different people on my off days and spend some time with them. I started work with Covenant House. Me, my mom, and my dad just kind of fell in love with it and just wanted to do more. Excellence on and off the field. For me, I mean, that's what it's been about. You know, every way I can possible to do something to be able to help others. You know, I feel like I've been blessed in a lot of different ways. So come out and do these things, man. It's really a true blessing. Each team's nominee has made a lasting impact on their community to those who need it most. The family! All about the family. Got to take care of the family, too. Just to give back to the people that, you know, really need, and not just need, but deserve. They have made a difference in their cities. Being involved in the city that you're playing in, it gives you that much more ownership. Through volunteer and charity work. I've just been really fortunate in my life to have so many great role models up and along through to be able to play in the NFL, and then trying to help other people have those opportunities, because I know not everybody does. It's important to me because I said it's our, it's our future that we're talking about, the youth. We're talking about the, the decision makers for tomorrow. There is no off season for giving back. When you're blessed, you bless others. We're all about the youth, military, families. We just want to be a resource in our community. The 32 nominees use their voice and platform to raise awareness where they live and play in a time when we need leadership and strength the most. Hey, buddy. Yeah. How I can use the shield to inspire as many people as possible with doing simple things with being in a community. Being able to really have an impact off the field is a big thing for me and a big thing for a lot of us that makes it all worth it. These players have shown exceptional commitment to advocate for personal causes and inspire action to support them. Football matters so much, but I think what's so much more important is who we are off the field and what we do with our platform. I've always lived in a way that I just want to be a light to those around me. I want to be a light to my teammates. I want to be a light to my family. I want to be a light to my community. These nominees embody what it means to be a community champion. You know, it's the small things that makes you a champion. And at this year's NFL Honors Ceremony, one of them will earn the ultimate recognition as the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year.
Oh, that's incredible. The winner of the 2022 Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year Award presented by Nationwide will be announced at NFL Honors on February 9th. The nominees and winner will be honored on field and in the broadcast prior to the start of Super Bowl 57, which will be played on February 12th. That's amazing. That's awesome. We now have a special guest, though. Oh, we do? Yes. Joining our show is one of our favorite members of the Thursday Night Football crew. He's a Super Bowl champ, but more importantly, yep. a Walter Payton Man of the Year winner. Now he's turned into an all-star broadcaster, and you can find him on Thursdays on Amazon. Welcome to the show, Andrew Whitworth. I appreciate it. I appreciate that intro, Jason. I need that right there. That was a good, that was a good intro right hey. there. Hey, I'm trying. You make it easy for me. This year's Walter Payton Man of the Year nominees, you just saw announced all 32 of them revealing their names and teams. And I know it's a great honor. And Whit, you got a chance to experience that. Tell us what was it like when you first found out that you were a nominee? I think that's one of the coolest things about it. When you find out you're a nominee, it's such a humbling honor. But then also to look around the league and see the other 32 people who've been nominated with you. I always always thought really to be one of that 32 and, and to look around at the different causes and things that people are out there doing, it was inspirational to me to want to do more and to be a bigger part of it going forward. I always thought that was really the coolest thing is to see all those people that were involved. Wit, as the reigning Walter Payton Man of the Year, uh, it's interesting. I, everyone has stories, but I remember the story that you had because you were actually – in Los Angeles preparing for a Super Bowl, and yet you and Cooper Cup still made it to the NFL honors. What do you remember from that night when you, when you were actually at the event to accept your award and then had a Super Bowl to play in a couple days? Yeah, you know, it was an interesting night. We, uh, we may or may not have a little car mishap, and uh, we were supposed to have a car pick us up and, and didn't work out. So uh, we, we had to drive ourselves, hop in the car with the kids and everything else, and uh, we were fighting traffic. And you know what? I think Cooper got there about five minutes before his award was presented. And uh, it was a hectic night, but man, what an amazing one. I remember the only thing I can like visually remember from that moment the most is walking out on that stage as an offensive lineman. You know, I'd never been to many reward shows or gotten much recognition for things. So walking out and making eye contact with the crowd and the players and all the people that not only do I get to play with, but I have so much respect for and just really feel honored to sit in that room, look at their faces and see former Walter Payton man of the year, you know, nationwide winners, but also guys that I just respect so much for who they are on a daily basis. And I think that's the coolest part of the NFL is we have a lot of great players. We got a lot of great people involved in this too. And so that was really the best thing I could remember from that moment is looking at those faces and uh, just what an honor it felt to stand there. It looked like an honor. It was an honor for us to watch you uh, accept it. And you gave an incredible speech to it, and we are so glad to bring that up again. We also have to talk about Thursday night football. You're going back to SoFi Stadium in, in Los Angeles, where we're calling them the zombie Rams because they only sort of resemble the Los Angeles Rams at this point, and they're working through a lot. On the other side, though, we're kind of falling in love with this idea that the Raiders could come tearing down the stretch and flip the table and get in somehow. Can they get their fourth win in a row? We're talking Vegas here. Whit, what do you think? 
You know what? I think really, if you look at it, even though they've had to fight, scratch and claw these last few weeks, uh, you're starting to see some of the things that we all thought we'd see this season. You know, seeing Devontae Adams dominate football games and just make people look silly. You know, seeing Josh Jacobs, man, he wants his bag. You know what I mean? I mean, this guy wants his money. It's a contract year. And he, you know what? You don't want my fifth year option. I'll show you why that's a mistake. I think it's cool to see. And then you see last week them getting the pass rush going a little more, getting something out of Chandler Jones, who, you know, you expect more out of at this point in the year. I think that you're starting to see them find ways to win. They've lost a lot of one-score games, and now they're finding a way to get on the other side of that. And I think, you know, we forget sometimes in this league, that's what it comes down to. And if you don't know how to find a way to win these one-score games, you're going to have tough seasons. And I think they're starting to find a way to be in it and make that play that wins the game. Wit, I know you and Joe Burrow probably change a channel on Saturday afternoon after things got away from LSU as they faced Georgia in the SEC championship. But Burrow, man, some of those memories with you two as Tigers in your different eras are ones to remember. Let's stick with Burrow. The guy just can't seem to lose a game, especially when he plays Patrick Mahomes. What do you make of his clutch performances against the Chiefs time in and time out? You know, I really think it's just his makeup. If you ever have a chance to be around him just for a few minutes, he's just got a rare aura. And I, and I think that, you know, you never want to just put things on guys that they're certain players. But I've heard people relate to whether he's Manning and Brady and all these different players. But when I was around him, the, the really the guy that came up to me was Tom, just because of this, this dynamic he has when he's talking about football and he's talking about winning. You just feel like what he's saying is the truth. And he told me a couple stories from being at LSU and going through the draft process that, I mean, I at the time, I was had a torn MCL and PCL that we were visiting. He had just torn his ACL. We're sitting down watching NFL games. I'm trying to hobble to my weight room to get some lifts in after I got done talking to him because I was like, this kid is so inspirational. I want to play right now injured for him. Um, I just think he has a rare aura about him that he's going to be a special football player for a long time, not just because he's a great football player, but he makes the guys around him almost elevate the way they play as well. And you make everyone around you elevated in their play. I, we love watching the Thursday night crew, and you guys have a great team. If there's one thing we know about offensive linemen, though, we know they love about fashion and their arrival outfits. This week, fellow lineman Jason Kelsey sure. rolled into Beautiful. Nashville, or rolled against Nashville, dressed as Sean Astin's Doug Whitmore character from 51st Dates. Kelsey might have topped even your look of the, uh, the, the sweatshirt and the blazer. Uh, your thoughts, Mr. Whitworth? I think it's just beautiful. Look, I mean, talk about a guy uh-huh. who's seizing the moment. I mean, they're playing well. He's got the podcast going. He's getting the energy going. I, I love it because I love what I love the most about it is O-Lyman being themselves. You know, for so, far too long in this league, they've been shelled up and quiet and professional and just trying to keep out of the out of the cameras and the attention. And you know what? A guy's as elite level player as he is, setting the tone for O-Lyman for the future. Man, be yourself, be proud of who you are, have fun and enjoy what you do. And I, I love that he's doing that for our for our league and our players. Very well said, Big Wit. Always an honor to have you right here on the show. Enjoy the home game this week. Get some extra time with the family. Appreciate you stopping by this morning. Hey, always a pleasure, man. Thank y'all. Mr. Scott P. Oh, yeah. The breakfast. 
table with no breakfast. I know. Uh, Trust me, I've talked to management about it. You know, and and somebody crushed the snacks in the back room, by the way. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, yeah, so there's nothing left. Erdahl just Hoover's that. She loves it. She (laughs) likes the snacks. She likes them. Any time of day, snacks. You make you a bad person. Can I do a transition? We got a snack last night. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers doing nothing for three and a half quarters, but then Tommy Terrific did what he always did. Comes back, and last night, Scott, you were in person for a lot of those. It was the latest in a game he's ever had a game-winning touchdown. With two seconds left, they find the win. What'd you make of Brady? And we were debating, was it more of a Saints collapse, or was it a Brady miracle comeback win? I think it, it, I believe in the Brady miracle. You, you know, he's here's the thing about Tommy. He never ever feels like he's out of it. Unfortunately, I've been on both sides of those. Yeah, right? you yeah. have. Yeah. I, I was there for some of the big wins, but I was there twenty eight three. He never thinks that he's out of it, and he has this energy, and you know, it, it's infectious. Yeah. And his ability to believe is so strong, and it's so he just has this way about him that people really start to believe, even though it seems impossible. He's, he, he does this mind meld with people. So to me, I, it wasn't about them melting down. He, he, he just knows that he can do it. He doesn't ever believe that he's out of it. It's mm. really amazing. Quite and he isn't. Um, you know, we were talking a lot about young quarterbacks and just transition from the oldest one. Tyler Boyd, Bengals receiver, is just coming off this incredible game with mm. Burrow versus Mahomes, and he was caught up in it like we were and said, this feels like Brady Manning. Now, we know that Burrow is 3-0 and against Mahomes, and for a long time, Brady kind of had Peyton's number, or the Pats had the Colts' number. You were there, Scott. Like, mm. what do you think when you hear that comparison and you see these young guys play against each other? Here's what I think. I think it's starting to really feel that way, and I think it has a possibility to be something like because they're playing they're not just great quarterbacks with great numbers. They're playing for something that matters as well. And that was the thing about the Colts and the Patriots. It was Brady and Manning playing for something. These guys are playing for something. The other things that I see is too often we put it on the quarterbacks and we just talk about those guys. You know, there were great coaches involved in those Patriots-Colts matchups. Mm-hmm. There's great coaches. Right? Andy Reid is going to be in the Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. or he should be in the Hall of Fame. So there's great coaches. There's great quarterbacks, great coaches, and these are also terrific teams. I'm not ready to call them great teams because they have to sustain it for a while, but they are very, very good teams. So there's a lot of commonalities here to me that's going to that may allow this to become a Brady Manning kind of Can thing. I ask a question? Yeah, when, heck yeah. When the Colts would play the Patriots, it was almost like the Patriots would have this bravado of, yeah. like, we own these uh, did you feel that all the way through the organization? Like, hey, we've got their number. You know, in the playoffs coming, it gets cold. Like, Bill Polian and Tony mm. Dungy can come mm. strolling in, but we got these guys. Mm. You know, I don't ever, it was never Bill and Tony. It was never uh, Polian and, and me. It, it, it wasn't that kind of thing. We felt confidence in our players because, again, they had a confidence. We had, mm. we, we had guys that were really smart. They weren't overconfident, but they were tough. And I always felt that we had a chance because our guys were so tough and they were so prepared. And, you know, one of the things never talked about enough with the Patriots team was was that locker room and what they were as a unit within the locker room. And they held one another accountable on a level like I've never, well, almost never seen before. So to me, when we got to those games, I felt like our players had done everything to make sure. It wasn't this false confidence. It wasn't like they felt, oh, yeah, we got these guys. No, they held one another accountable and paid attention to the details and forced others to pay attention to the details. Always felt confident we were going to have a chance. Yeah, I love that you say tough because that's what makes up teams. And you look at the 49ers right now. They're a tough team. They just lost Jimmy Garoppolo. He's going to be out for the season. So now there's more quarterback 
controversy going on from the beginning yeah. of the season. But they have a championship-level roster. Kyle Shanahan's the quarterback there. What do they do now? Do they stay with Brock Purdy? We just saw Baker Mayfield get released. You've been in this position before. I remember Brady going down. You guys had Castle, though. Yeah. What do you do now mm-hmm. moving forward? I think at this point in the season, I listened to all you talk in the earlier segment, and I love the Sean King reference. Hell that yes. was outstanding. Deep, deep Just cut. Kiss, yes. Peter. <laughs> deep cut. Good exactly exactly job, buddy. Right. You know, I think that they – Kyle said it yesterday. They stick with Brock Purdy. I understand the attraction of what's outside. I know you can be seduced by something that might look and appear to be better. But he knows the system. Here's the other thing about Kyle. Having worked with him, and this is where I've always said I see him so similar to Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. He looks at strengths and he looks at limitations of players. And he puts players in a position to succeed and not fail. And I know that sounds so simple. And people say, that's what every coach does. No, that's not what every coach does. And Kyle knows exactly what Brock Purdy cannot do. And he's going to make sure that he puts him in situations where he doesn't fail mm. or has less chance mm-hmm. to fail. Well, that's the key, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Scott, you sat down here today and you were giving us a bit of a history lesson because you and Jason are from not far away from each other in yeah. New York State. Uh, NFL Films did a feature on you earlier in your football career, and your front office career has included five trips to the Super Bowl, three championship rings. But as you told the world in this feature, it may not have happened at all except for one life-changing moment back in high school in your football career and that coach that impacted you so much. Let's take a look. Coach Green is addressing us, the whole team. It's kind of like, wah, 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 wah. you're hearing it, and I'm kind of looking down, writing notes. And, and you, Scott Pioli, you, you selfish son, son of a. B- you're last in conditioning, you're last in every hill. I'm tired of you being the clown. I don't care how many times you lead the team in tackles, you will not get on the field if you don't get in better shape. It's not one it. of your strengths. Do you even remember that? I mean, see, I have this vision. Do you even remember that? Uh, you really thought your didn't stink. Yeah. <laughs> well, we all just fell in love with Coach Green, didn't we? Coach Green, he, he's unbelievable. The more things change, Scott. <laughs> that was really cool. Shades on, straight-faced. Um, well, here's the thing. There was... You know, we just talked a little bit about the Patriots and that locker room in terms of accountability. Coach Green, he was the Patriots before the Patriots. That team was the Patriots before the Patriots. And and, and I'm not trying to sound weird or, or overstate this. You know, that day when he told me he, w- he wasn't going to let me play um, and I was I was a pretty good player, he, he was serious. And what happened, though, wasn't just Coach Green's words calling me out. Because, right, there's, I don't know if there's enough accountability anymore. Mm-hmm. And he called me out. He called me out in a rough way, in a tough way. But then what happened was all of my peers and contemporaries mm-hmm. followed it up. You know, when something like that happens, sometimes when you're 16 years old or you're 15 years old, you turn around, oh, isn't Coach a jerk? That guy's a jerk. You know, and you're looking for, you know, misery loves company mm-hmm. kind of thing. No, my boys, Sugar Bear DeWitt actually grabbed me physically after the meeting and you know he's like this ain't going down Mm. we have too much that can potentially happen here um i hope people get a chance to see to see the the mini because it's it's honestly it's not about me this is about coach green Mm -hmm. this is about my teammates this is about the community no doubt um it's really uh it's a cool story about accountability it's really cool i've seen it and you know for those at home wondering ryan poles the new general manager of the bears got to start with scott pioli nick sirianni head coach of the eagles got to start with scott pioli there's a long list 
of men around the league and women who have learned from, from your tutelage, and I think it comes from Coach Green. Absolutely. Awesome. No doubt. And it, it's the same story. Success has a common threads. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Time to check out the Power Rankings by Dan. Hands us had a week 14. We always do this with a theme, and since we've been calling the LA Rams the zombie Rams with all their injuries and guys not playing anymore, let's do this with a zombie theme. Let's start out with the warm bodies category. That's a Nicholas Holt movie about 2014. If you didn't see it, it's really good. Nicholas Holt might be the next James Bond. The Houston Texans in the 32 spot. Colts all the way down at 31. Tough loss the other night. And then there are those Rams up at 29. A really historically bizarre bad season for a defending Super Bowl champ, but this is no fun to talk about. So let's move on to the Plants versus Zombies uh, division, which is an incredible game you can play on your tablet. I love that game. Upper left. Plants versus Zombies. zombies. It's really fun. Uh, Detroit Lions, Chargers, Pats, Browns. These are your teams. Some are sort of in the hunt. Some are not. Let's move on to the Zombie by the Cranberries division, an absolute jam. The Titans still in the top 10. Derrick Henry's really had a hard time getting going. They got waxed by Philadelphia. Jets after a loss in 10, and then Ravens, Seahawks. Raiders top 15. Raiders top 15, Peter. Here Uh-oh. they come. Uh, but then let's move on. Let's move on to the White Zombie division. Thunder Kiss 65, Rob Zombie, we love you. Philadelphia Eagles number one in the league. Cowboys wow. at two. Man, you crazy. Dan you crazy. Uh, more human than human, Dan. Cincinnati Bengals, Bills, and then the Chiefs round out the top five with the Vikings at six. Underdogs to the Lions. Um, let's bring in the man behind the power, the man responsible for all those rankings, Dan Hansis. What up, Dan? What's up? I know, Kyle, that when you were uh, 
training with Princeton back in the day, you had some white zombie just ripping through that gym when you're getting your lift in. Oh, my God. It was so good. A lot of white zombie, a lot of corn. But the Eagles are just um, – they're not just one and two in the NFC East with the Cowboys. They have – you have them at one and two. I'm trying to read the teleprompter here. In the entire NFL. You know what, Dan? Just talk about the Cowboys and the Eagles. There's so many ones and twos. Just go ahead. What do you think? No, I, I hear you. Uh, yeah, it's. I think about the Cowboys and Eagles oh, – uh, two and one. And we have, uh, I think about growing up and I think about going from church, going to my grandparents' house. And there was Poppy on the couch watching his giants and, uh, Madden and Summerall were the soundtrack of that den. And it was a great time, uh, for the NFC East. And it hasn't always been that way in the, uh, three, three decades since, but right now it is obviously you have the giants and commanders who are doing their thing, but these two teams, the Cowboys and Eagles, I mean, the way they dismantled their respective opponents this week is just a reminder that they are just on a higher level uh, than most teams in football. Uh, and this division is not over. I know the Eagles seem to have it in hand right now, but the Cowboys definitely have an opportunity here and they do have one more game on the schedule. I just think both these teams are loaded on both sides of the ball, playing with confidence, coached well, and uh, they deserve it. They deserve their spots. Well, Dan... They do indeed. These are not your grandparents' Cincinnati Bengals, though. They're taking down the Chiefs left and right. Now they're the highest-ranked AFC team. Does that really mean that you believe Cincinnati is better overall than the Bills and the Chiefs? In this moment, Jamie, it's a very now exercise to power rankings. Yes, Mm. I feel better about the Bengals than any team in the AFC. Um, I feel really confident how physical and uh, disciplined the defense has been, how the offensive line has figured itself out, how the running game is working, even with Joe Mixon not playing right now, with Jamar Chase back there, with T. Higgins, two superstars at wide receiver. And then, yes, the guy behind center, Joe Burrow, he's special and he is afraid of nothing. And that team will go to war with him. I totally think they could beat anybody uh, when it comes down to it in January. Week nine, we had you on, and I was looking at this through our research. Lions were 31 of 32. Five weeks later, they're inching up, and they're all the way up at 17. It's one of the best stories in football right now. They're favored over the Vikings. We talked about it earlier in the show. What's your take on the Lions, and where can this thing go? Peter, I feel like they're the more organic version of America's team because everybody's kind of rooting for the Lions uh, to do this. And it was a bummer when they were one and six. But now look what they are now. They are so fun to watch. And Ben Johnson deserves a lot of credit, their offensive coordinator. Uh, What we saw on Sunday when they blew the Jaguars out of Ford Field was what this offense looks like when it's healthy. DeAndre Swift, what he can do when he's himself. Amon Ross St. Brown, how he's really turned into a true number one uh, wide receiver. And Jared Goff is allowed to be kind of the most efficient, best version of himself with these tools and this protection. Their offense is for real. Another team in the NFC, the 49ers. They've been rolling but got some bad news with the season-ending injury to Jimmy Garoppolo. Did that affect where you ranked them and how do you feel they play moving forward? Yeah, Jason, I didn't didn't know what to do with – the Niners this week. It's a very hard like power ranking situation because they come off their best win of the year against the Dolphins. They have so much working for them, obviously, as a team. And yet now there's the 200 and whatever uh, overall pick in the draft, Mr. Irrelevant. I hate that, by the way, Brock Purdy. And what do you do with them? So he played well enough in this game 
that I, I said, oh, this is not going to be a team that craters that we say have no chance anymore. But obviously you have to go into hold mode on whether San Francisco can still be seen as a true Super Bowl contender. It would be an amazing story if Purdy steps up and can run this offense in an efficient manner and let the rest of the pieces uh, take them through the playoffs. But they're a big question mark now, and it really did open up the NFC after those two big teams in the East. It sure did. Dan Hansis and his power rankings always incredibly relevant. Be sure to check them out. They're presented by Energizer every Tuesday on NFL.com. Dan, we've been doing this for years. There's always an album over your shoulder. It's an OK Computer or Dr. Feelgood. I don't know what that is. None of us know what it is. So take your moment and tell us what the hell album is that over your right shoulder. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it might get you. It's The War on Drugs, one of the best bands in America. Go check out their last album. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 